Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Goals against average, and he was the AHL rookie of the month for March. And to say outstanding, it would probably be a little bit less than perfect as the Kansas score! Coming in, it's Vincent Trocek. A quick little setup along the boards. And Carolina jumps out to a 1-0 lead, the hot start they were looking for. for. He's got a goal and three assists in the last five games. And a beauty finish in New York. As Carolina right on the puck, back in the Arizona zone, and the score! A quick snapshot, and Jesper Faust goes far post. And Quickie with a quick goal for the Carolina Hurricanes here in the second period to take a 2-0 lead. 109-58 to 58 in the second period trip. Meanwhile, the Canes are a plus 12 in the second period. And Pesci looking to add to it, sending it across the ice. Niederreiter shot, rebounds available. It's tipped in and they score! Max Domi, his first as a Carolina Hurricane, his 100th of the career. And the Canes go up 3-0. And a face-off to the left of Bronta. Played away from Richie. Foss deflects it out to Niederreiter. Good tip for Domi, who gets it right back to Niederreiter. He'll put a shot, no score! Sneaky, sneaky for the man from Switzerland, Nino Niederreiter. Puts Carolina up 4-1. Cleared out of here. They're going to stay over tonight and then fly home in the morning. As Capobianco has it. Move it along, Louis Erickson has it, right to the net, he scores! Louis Erickson! The Coyotes cut the lead in half. Switch for Faust, and Carolina will get it in. At the line, McBain took a hit, Galchenyuk brings it in, Coyotes get it set up, Capobianco, and a goal! Alex Galchenyuk got a one-timer, and it's a one-goal game! said because the in order to deal with the problem the first thing is to accept you have one now Ajo skates in and has an opportunity rebound available second chance they'll score Ajo gets to the rebound after, after it's batted around in front of the blue paint and Sebastian Ajo goal number 36 on the season puts Carolina up 5-3 sent all the way around the boards and out of the cane zone five seconds left in this one the Carolina Hurricanes Adversity to start this trip. And they met it head on here tonight in Arizona. Auntie Ranta will get his 13th win of the season. Ron Brindamore and the Carolina Hurricanes improved to 49 and 28, 22, 12 and 4 on the road. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold. Presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Kate's Corner Podcast. Adam Gold here. The Carolina Hurricanes picked up what they needed, a 5-3 win and two points from the Arizona Coyotes. We'll talk about all of it. It's going to be pretty brief tonight. Uh, it is kind of late. Anyway, 
Uh, we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. So if you're looking to make your home more beautiful, more energy efficient, check them out online, aluminumcompany.com. I'll just say they got what they needed. They needed two points. They needed to see the puck go in the net. Both of those things happened. Uh, but there was enough to be upset about if you're Rod Brindamore, uh, to where the flight home and they're flying home tomorrow, the flight home tomorrow will probably feature an awful lot of video because there was still a lot of messy moments and you allowed the Arizona Coyotes to score three second period goals. What? It's a team that hadn't scored that had scored in their last six games, seven total goals. And they put three on the Hurricanes in the second period. And a lot of it was self-inflicted. Otherwise, uh, the Hurricanes were the better team. They were better in the first period. Probably should have gotten more than just the one. Probably should have had three. Then all of a sudden, the puck started flying in from everywhere. And they weren't even great shots. Max Domi scored a goal. Nino Niederreiter scored a goal. Neither of those were great shots. He just went in. Uh, the Esper Foss goal was great. Uh, Sebastian Ajo followed up a rebound in the third period to kind of push this lead beyond what the Coyotes were capable of doing. And then in the last 10 or so minutes, it looked like Hurricanes hockey, straight down to the fact that they took two penalties uh, and killed them both off. Kane's uh, penalty kill was four for four tonight. They got one power play opportunity, and they had the puck pretty much the whole time, but they didn't do a ton with it. But at least they possessed the puck. Uh, and held his own for the most part. Uh, a couple of quick things, uh, then we'll go through um, a couple of items, and then the goals, uh, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, Washington won at Colorado tonight. See, it is possible for the Avalanche to lose. 3-2 win for the Caps. So here's what the standings look like now in the Metro and the Atlantic. Carolina's 49-20-8. They have 106 points with five games to play. Rangers are idle. Two-point lead on New York. New York will will play tomorrow at home against Winnipeg. Pittsburgh, who was off for a few days until Thursday, will mention that game in a second. Pittsburgh has 97 points with five games to play. Washington picked up two points. They have 96 points with six games to play. So they trail the Penguins for third in the in the Metro with a game in hand on Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh will host Boston on Thursday in a, a sneaky, huge game that will have implications for both teams because Boston right now is actually uh, in danger of falling behind the Capitals to the point where we could end up with the Metro play in the Metro and the Atlantic play in the Atlantic. This is sort of like uh, the old divisions, the way they were set up way back in the day when there were just four divisions. Uh, so the Hurricanes would essentially be playing in a what an old uh, Patrick division uh, with the uh, Rangers, Pittsburgh, and Washington. That would, I don't, I don't, for my money, that would actually be fun although I don't know if the Hurricanes want to play uh, the Caps right now. I don't know. I mean, 
I don't think it matters. I really don't think it matters. Uh, you don't want to play Florida in the first round. Let's just say that. Uh, but anyway, so Boston-Pittsburgh Thursday is, I think, going to be a, a, just an absolutely huge deal. Florida is, uh, they're, they're going to end up being the number one seed in the East if, they're, if they haven't already clinched it. 114 points. They will play at the Islanders tomorrow or today, by the time you listen to this. Hey, it's already today. It's after 1 o'clock. Uh, Toronto, 106 points in second place. They will host Philadelphia. Tampa Bay will host Detroit tonight. They have 100 points. Boston, again, Boston is at St. Louis tonight and then at Pittsburgh on Thursday. So a big week for the Bruins if they're going to stay out of the, essentially the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. All right, a couple of things I want to uh, address and then we will get to the goals and then we will go to bed. First, injuries, three of them. Not from tonight. These are lingering from Colorado. Yes, Perry Kotkaniemi got banged up. Kind of a little tweak to the lower body injury that he had. I have no idea what the lower body body injury was. Almost looked like it might have been a hip, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, KK didn't play tonight. And Derek Stepan centered a fourth line of Stephen Lawrence and um, Jordan Martinuk. Uh, I hope... And they, they seem optimistic that Kokaniemi might be ready to go get back in the lineup on uh, Thursday against Winnipeg, a game that Carolina has to have. And we'll see, because uh, Jordan Stahl will be in the lineup. So they could always have Max Domi center the fourth line. Uh, Domi was very good tonight. Very, very good tonight. Uh, there was one mishap, and which actually led to a goal, um, in the second period, but I thought Domi was very good tonight. I thought that line was very good tonight. Stahl could have played tonight. They held him out. Good idea. Don't want to play him in a game. You don't really need him. Uh, And he should be back okay, ready to play on Thursday against the Jets. Fairly optimistic news about Freddie Anderson in that it's not, you know, season-ending. Well, it will be season-ending if uh, the Hurricanes don't advance past the first round of the playoffs. They said they're going to evaluate him in about a week. I'll be surprised if we see Freddie uh, at all in the regular season. My guess is, best-case scenario, is that maybe sometime in round one, I think that's best-case scenario, more than likely I think you're talking about Freddie in round two. Which is, I mean, all things considered better than they probably could have hoped for based on the way he left the ice uh, Saturday night against the Avalanche. Uh, and they called up the rookie, the Russian goalie, uh, Peter Kachetkov, 13-1-1 in 15 starts with the Wolves in the AHL. He has been tremendous. He was named, uh, I guess, the AHL Rookie of the Month. Uh, he really has, he has been dynamite, 921 save percentage. I mean, that's pretty good in the AHL. So uh, I, I'm assuming that we'll see him at least, at least twice. I think we're going to see him twice, at least, during the regular season. If we had to pick it out, uh, Auntie Ranta I thought was pretty good tonight. I, I didn't have any fault, really, with the goals. I mean, maybe he should get the second one, but... I don't think he should get uh, either of the others. Um, so, Ronta will play Thursday against Winnipeg. Uh, 
I think they'll use uh, Kachetkov uh, against the Islander, against the Devils on um, Saturday. But if they don't, they'll use him against the Islanders on Sunday. They go from New Jersey on Saturday to the Islanders on Sunday and then Tuesday against the Rangers. I think it would be good uh, if you go Ronta Thursday, Ronta Saturday, even though it's a afternoon game Saturday. I'm sorry. Um, what's his name? Kachetkov on Saturday and then Ronta Sunday just to give him a, the extra, you know, 12, the extra 24 hours uh, rest. And then because it's an afternoon game Sunday, you come back Tuesday night, get a little bit extra time. Uh, at this point, the Hurricanes need to plan for Ranta being the everyday goalie in the postseason. So every little bit of extra rest you can give him because he has been uh, relatively fragile in the past. Every bit of extra rest you give him is important. So I think you'll see... Uh, for the second time, the Hurricanes will start a rookie goalie against the New Jersey Devils. It didn't go well the last time. It was Jack LaFontaine. I think Car- Carolina looks back on that and goes, why did we waste, waste a, an NHL game with a guy who can't play in the NHL? Because at that point, Jack LaFontaine could not play in the NHL. Uh, we don't know if Peter Kachetkov can. We don't. Uh, but he is certainly a better prospect. Uh, than Jack LaFontaine. So that's how I think it will work out. So uh, Ronta Thursday against Winnipeg, Kachetkov Saturday afternoon in New Jersey, Ronta Sunday on Long Island, and then Ronta Tuesday night at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. Final game of the season, home against the Devils. I think we'll probably see Kachetkov again. Um, And then Ante Ronta will start the playoffs. That's the way I think you're going to have to do it. Uh, all right. Uh, one or two thoughts about the game tonight. Uh, loved Domi centering Niederreiter and Faust. Very good. Penalty kill was as good as it has to be. It was, I don't even know what it, uh, did Arizona have two shots on goal on the power play? I thought Carolina was dynamite, uh, and they had to be. They committed four penalties. They They only drew one. Should have drawn a couple more, but they didn't. Uh, and probably should have had more goals out of the first period than they did. Uh, Tony D'Angelo hit the crossbar uh, right after the Trocek goal. Max Domi couldn't get a shot off from the slot. He had an opportunity to make it 2-0. Uh, Sebastian Ajo came down the right side, kind of fumbled the puck a little bit on a backhand try and couldn't elevate it. If he elevates it, it's a goal, but he kind of just shoveled it into the pads of uh, Vimelka. Uh, and Niederreiter couldn't find the handle with Vimelka down. Uh, Niederreiter was on a tough angle, but, I mean, for a, a left shot on the right side of the ice, uh, he has no problem putting that. And then he just couldn't find a handle, and he drifted away uh, from a dangerous area, and Carolina didn't even get a shot uh, on goal in that particular situation. Um, my only real problem with the game was Carolina was just sloppy with the puck second period was a disaster with the puck to the point where the last really the last 10 minutes was kind of all Arizona you just don't want that I mean you can't have that and like 
it kind of made me, kind of soured me a little on the game. I thought Carolina, a couple of the goals were soft, and we're going to go through them in a second. Uh, I thought the Nito goal was soft. I thought the Domi goal was soft. Uh, I mean, so I didn't love Carolina and overall their game. It was it, it was really good when it had to be. But again, you got to, they have to stop the mistakes because suddenly the, all the mistakes are ending up in their net uh, and they were a mess the last 10 minutes. And uh, don't you know, the Coyotes who can't score got a, got goals from what? Nick Ritchie, Louis Erickson, and Alex Galchenyuk. Hey, Hurricanes legend. Guys always come back. It's like, uh, you know, Arizona's version of Jeff Skinner. Oh, don't you remember the the great days of Alex Galchenyuk with the Hurricanes? Yeah, I do too. What did the head coach have to say about the game? I mean, I think he was okay with it. Uh, you know, we definitely created enough chances and I gave up a few too many good looks and they capitalized. So, you know, uh, but overall, you know, we'll take the two points for sure. We needed it. Yeah, we had a couple, you know, we, we're up games pretty much in hand and then we, you know, we try to run an offensive play, which probably don't need to off a face off clean win. And then that's in your net. And then, you know, they did a set breakout and we, right idea to try to poach it, but really don't have to. The guy gets behind you and all of a sudden now we got a game and then it happens that fast. The impromptu third line the Jordan Kroll. How did, what did you make of that? I mean, they all tried to score it. Yeah, that was, they were good. I mean, every, all the lines produced. I mean, they were all effective. Um, you know, obviously with Jordan out, that's a big, big hole there. And I thought Max, you know, asking a lot of them to play in, in that spot did a nice job. Rod loves the third line. It, it was centered by Max Domi tonight, but Nino Niederreiter and Jesper Foss have just been great uh, all year long. That's a line that is not going to change. And on Thursday, Jordan Stahl slot right back in between Nino and Faust. It was still a one line because Max Domi has a one in front of his number. Uh, but Stahl will go back there. And my guess is if KK can't play, Max Domi might slide into the middle uh, on the fourth line. And that's uh, and that's cool. I didn't love, uh, I know, Trocek. I thought Carolina's best players tonight at least in the top three lines, were down the middle. I thought Ajo was excellent tonight. I thought Trocek was very good tonight. And obviously Domi was very good tonight. Other than that, I didn't love Natchez. I didn't love Svetch. I didn't love Teravainen. Jarvis made one really good play. Um, I thought there was a lot to be desired, a lot left to be desired from the Hurricanes tonight. Uh, But they got two points. They had to have two points. So you take those two points and you run away. Uh, all right, let's go through some goals. And uh, and then we'll say goodnight because uh, it is late. Uh, the Hurricanes didn't waste a lot of time. 4-0-1 in. In transition, Martin Natchez goes through the neutral zone with the puck. He gets it to Brady Shea on the left. And the pass goes in front for Vincent Trocek. Goals against average, and he was the AHL Rookie of the Month for March. And to say outstanding, it would probably be a little bit less than perfect as the Canes will score! Coming in, it's Vincent Trocek. A quick little setup along the boards. And Carolina jumps out to a one nothing lead, the hot start they were looking for. Really a great pass from Shea in front to Trocek, who just had to 
you know, angle his stick and deflect it over Vimelka for one nothing. That was all Carolina got in the first period. That was all anybody got. Again, Hurricanes probably should have had a little bit more in the first, but didn't. We're getting used to that. Uh, then in the second, they took less time as Jesper Faust scored his 13th the season. For Jarvis, he's got a goal and three assists in the last five games. And a beauty finish in New York. As Carolina right on the puck, back in the Arizona zone, and the score! A quick snapshot, and Jesper Faust goes far post. And Quickie with a quick goal for the Carolina Hurricanes here in the second period to take a 2-0 lead. By the way, there was no assist on the play uh, because it was ruled, I guess, that it was an Arizona stick that gave the puck eventually to Jesper Faust. But here's the way it looked. Uh, Brendan Smith, by the way, made the play in the neutral zone poking the puck away from Arizona. I thought Max Domi got it, but according to the official scorers in uh, wherever the Glendale, uh, it's that an Arizona stick poked the puck over to Jesper Foss, but I thought it was Domi. I'd like to pretend that Domi uh, did that because Max Domi had a good night, loved to get him a third point. Uh, and then Jesper Foss takes it down the left side, and nobody stops him. Nobody comes out to challenge him. So Foss just kind of drifts below the faceoff dot and whips it through traffic far post. Uh, and there you go. But no assist on the play. Uh, but the Hurricanes are up 2 nothing, 147 into the second. By the way, Shea and Natchez got assists on the first period goal. Then, because Max Domi hasn't scored in a long time, and we'll tell you how long in just a second. Uh, Brett Pesci intercepts a pass in the neutral zone. He finds Nino Niederreiter, and then a blistering shot, not really, from Max Domi. 109-58 to in the second period trip. Meanwhile, the Canes are a plus 12 in the second period. And Pesci looking to add to it, sending it across the ice. Niederreiter shot, rebounds available. It's chipped in and they score! Max Domi, his first as a Carolina Hurricane, his 100th of the career, and the Canes go up 3-0. Look, Max Domi needed a goal. He had not scored for the Hurricanes. He has not scored in 28 or had not scored in 28 straight games, but he is the beneficiary of a relative, relatively incredibly fortunate whiff because Pesci intercepts the pass in the neutral zone. He gets the puck to Nita Ryder uh, across on the, uh, on the left side. Nino takes a shot. It comes out. The rebound comes out to Domi, who basically whiffs on it, but gets enough like a... Maybe the top of his stick blade on it, and it just floats over Vimelka, and it's three nothing Carolina, four forty three into the second. Pesci and Niederreiter with the assist, but then the mistake started to happen. Uh, Tevo Teravainen, not a smart play with the puck, just inside the blue line. That's a turnover. Coyotes go back the other way, three-on-one. He's the only guy back. Uh, they've got no shot. Then uh, a pass left in the slot for Nick Ritchie, who unloads between the rings, uh, goes far side, far uh, just inside the, uh, I guess, the left post if you're looking out. 
uh, past Antiranta, and it's 3-1. But the Hurricanes restore the three-goal lead. Pesci uh, kind of wins a battle or wins the race to the puck after a defensive zone faceoff. Uh, he gets the puck out to Max Domi. Domi uh, go he and he carries a puck into the zone. Domi gets the puck over to Niederreiter, uh, just above the right circle, and then he just kind of slides it in. And the face off to the left of Bronta. Played away from Richie. Boss deflects it out to Niederreiter. Good tip for Domi, who gets it right back to Niederreiter. He'll put a shot, he'll score! Sneaky, sneaky for the man from Switzerland, Nino Niederreiter. Puts Carolina up 4-1. Yeah, it was a fortunate goal because it wasn't a good enough shot <laughs> to have gone in. He just sort of slid it under the, uh, you know, five hole. I don't even think Vimelka was screened. It's not a good goal to allow. Uh, but Nito's got his 23rd of the season. Domi and Pesci with the assist. Second assist for Pesci. Second uh, point for Domi because, remember, he did not get credit for an assist on the Jesper Foss goal. Carolina had two unassisted goals tonight. We'll tell you about the last one in a second. But the mistakes continue for Carolina. Pesci... Uh, rather, I'm sorry, Brady Shea allowed Louis Erickson loose behind him and uh, a, basically a, a bank shot pass uh, from uh, Capo Bianco. No idea. It's a lovely name, though. Uh, at the Capo, Capo Bianco. I apologize for that. Uh, so he makes the pass basically from just to the right of his own net. It goes off the wall behind Shea, uh, and Louis Erickson is unencumbered to the net, and Pesci is trying to prevent the pass, which is what you're supposed to do, uh, but Erickson got in tight and beat Ronta. It looked blocker's side. It might have gone in between the arm and the body, uh, but all of a sudden, it's uh, it's 4-2, and it's late in the period. That happened at 16-15, so less than four minutes left. Uh, and now, little momentum by Arizona, and the mistakes continue. Uh, and Alex Galchenyuk takes advantage when Capo Bianco, there's that guy again, uh, at the Capo, Capo Bianco. He gets the return from Boyd, gets to the middle with the puck, uh, and Ethan Bear just freezes in like a deer in headlights. I apologize for singing that, but again, uh, it is one thirty-two in the morning. So Capo Bianco uh, comes into the zone, gets the puck back from Boyd, gets to the middle of the ice. Bear just kind of freezes there and then pass wide to Galchenyuk, who puts it in from a fairly sharp angle. But again, these guys are pros. Uh, if they get a look at an open net, they're probably going to knock it in. Um, although Carolina has had some issues with that this year. That happened at 1842. So two goals in the last four minutes of the period. And suddenly it's a 4-3 game, and you go to the dressing room, and you're just mad. And the Hurricanes had to be mad. Uh, but they played a much better third period. Clearly the last 10 minutes were excellent. And Sebastian Ajo creates a chance down the right side. Actually, uh, the play starts with a Seth Jarvis steal in the neutral zone. And then Ajo creates the chance down the, uh, the right side. His shot kind of uh, caroms around a little bit. 
uh, and it looks like it bounces back to him off an Arizona skate or a stick. Uh, and then Aho just kind of forced it. It just needs to be said because the in order to deal with the problem, the first thing is to accept you have one. Now Aho skates in and has an opportunity. Rebound available. Second chance. They'll score. Aho gets to the rebound after after it's batted around in front of the blue paint. And Sebastian Aho, goal number 36 on the season, puts Carolina up 5-3. They needed it. They needed the goal. That, uh, that little bit of separation because here's what Carolina didn't want to leave this. They didn't want to leave it as a one-shot hockey game in the last 10 minutes. You had to come away with two points, and I was going to tweet this out, but I didn't, I didn't have to because as I was typing the tweet, Ajo scores, and here's the deal. Arizona this year in overtime? Not shootouts, overtime. Five and one. I mean, they, they have some speed. They don't have a ton of skill. But they're an aggressive team, and they're they're kind of opportunistic. Uh, but this was a different Arizona team than we saw at PNC Arena. Hurricanes had 52 shots on goal. Canes were look look. The Canes were the better team, but they were the better team because Arizona's bad. I mean, that's the worst team I've seen this year. Arizona is. I don't care what anybody's record is, although I think Arizona has the worst record in the league. They are bad, and at the beginning of the year, they didn't look bad to me. But that, that is a bad hockey club. Um, frankly, 5-3 is the the absolute least Carolina should have won by. I mean, honestly, if you don't give away the puck, if you, if you just played a little bit tighter in the second period, I mean, that game probably should have ended up being 7-1, 8-1. All right, as we get out of here, here's your uh, schedule for tomorrow. You got uh, Philadelphia is at Toronto. I'm sorry, your schedule for today. Philadelphia is at Toronto, Detroit's at Tampa, Winnipeg's at the Rangers, Florida's at the Islanders, Boston is at St. Louis. The games that Carolina cares about the most, Winnipeg at the Rangers, Boston at St. Louis. Wednesday, Washington is at Vegas. Then Thursday, the Hurricanes are back at it against the Winnipeg Jets. Meanwhile, Florida will host Detroit. Pittsburgh will host Boston. The Rangers will be at Long Island to play the Islanders, and we'll have Toronto and Tampa battling it out. But I don't think there's a lot of uh, a lot of movement we're going to see. I think the uh, the three things to watch, other than the Hurricanes and the Rangers and that race for the top spot in the Metro, is Pittsburgh, Washington, and Boston separated by one point with just a few uh, what eight nine days left in the regular season. Uh, with that said, we're getting out of here. Adam Gold, uh, thank you very much for spending some time with us. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Free, no obligation estimate online, aluminumcompany.com. And you can follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we're here after every Hurricanes game, even when they end at 12 47 or whatever time we ended tonight. Gosh, it's late. Uh, so check us out. Follow me on Twitter at a gold fan. Talk to you after the Canes and the Jets Thursday night. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.